स्मार्ट कास्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू हेल्थ शॉट्स ब्रॉट यू बाय एच डी स्मार्ट कास्ट दिस इज ड्रामा डाउन अंडर अ पॉडकास्ट वेर वी गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट वन थिंग एंड वन थिंग ओनली दिस वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट पार्ट ऑफ द फीमेल अनाटमी इज स्पोकन अबाउट विद अ लॉट ऑफ शरम विद अ लॉट ऑफ हया But in this podcast, we're going to do away with exactly that. We're going to help you understand your vagina better through personal anecdotes and also biology and practical advice. I'm Meghna Kriplani, your host, and joining me in this exciting conversation is Dr. Nivedita Manokaran. Dr. Nivedita is a dermatologist and venerologist who currently lives in Sydney and works in sexual and reproductive medicine. You might also know her as Dr. Nini Antabus on Instagram, where she talks extensively about sex ed. Together, she and I are going to unfurl the drama down under for you. So, are you ready? So, no two vaginas smell the same, but that said, vaginas do smell and not like flowers, which means that women often go to great lengths to either change the scent of their vagina or to make it odorless. And that's exactly what we're going to be discussing today with Dr. Nivedita Manokaran, because we are going to decode. why your vagina smells the way it does and what you can do about it thank you dr manokaran for joining us thank you meghna for having me once again on health shots so i think the most important question to answer is that what should a healthy vagina smell like perfect i think if i say healthy vagina should smell like a vagina i don't think people are going to make much sense of it and like you said every vagina smells different and your vagina smells like yours and i think that is why it is very important to know your body and your body odor what is important to understand is vagina as acidic ph and that is something very important to know and i think the acidic ph and the discharge that comes out of the vagina is usually acidic that is very very good and that is important for good vaginal health because there is this bacteria called lactobacillus which is present inside the vagina this lactobacillus bacteria produces a enzyme called lactic acid right so this lactic acid makes the vaginal discharge acidic and it is good to keep it acidic because this acid kind of destroys other bugs and other organisms mm-hmm. and other things that gives you foul smell on its own and that is why megna we doctors keep emphasizing and keep saying that vagina is a self cleansing mm. organ it has this acidic discharge which takes care of itself so the best thing would be is to leave it alone and don't put anything inside and let it smell the way it smells and just be uh, aware of how your body smells and how your vagina smells because when it changes then uh, you will be the first person you know to know that as well so rather than fixating on what your vagina smells like right now you should focus on whether or not there are any changes happening yes for that i think it is important to know how your vagina smells right now yeah do, do yeah do you know what i mean it is important to know if you know you have this is how my vagina smells and then when it changes or if it changes even it is important to know this is how my discharge looks like this is how my discharge looks before a period this is how yeah it's always sticky after the period you know things like that this is why knowing your body well is important and like i said know your discharge so you will know when it changes or smells different so it's important to pay attention to what's going on down there whether it's discharge your body, or yes. whether it's the smell or the scent or the odor 
Exactly. Or anything. The skin there, the color, anything. Just just be aware of your body. Take some time and look at it, you know. Okay. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, there's also this uh, thought that the food that we eat impacts the way, you know, our vagina smells. Is that true? Allopathic medicine does not have any evidence for that. Okay. You know, this is what I tell people. It doesn't matter. There is no evidence saying that certain food you eat makes your vagina, you know, smell differently or feel differently. And that is allopathic, you know, uh, medicine. And because I follow allopathic medicine and that is my take on it. However, I'm not someone who uh, brushes off other forms of medicine and other forms of things that are there. And I know that there are several other medicines and several, you know, naturopathic or, you know, Ayurvedic uh, medicines where people think that certain food, certain fruits, you know, and certain eating a certain way keeps your vaginal pH acidic or eating a certain food keeps your vaginal pH alkaline. And mm. they have that belief. I am not quite sure what is the research evidence again, to be honest, because I haven't looked into other forms of medicine because mm. I do allopathic medicine. Uh, but there might be evidence, which I'm not sure, Meghna. So I personally do not recommend to my patient saying, eat this kind of food, have this kind of food. And, uh, you know, and this is going to help your vaginal, you know, pH. This is not something that I personally advise. But there are people who believe that it happens. And there are people who have strong beliefs that this mm. is how it works for them. I always have people coming and asking me questions about, I read on the internet or saw on the YouTube or I saw here, saw there. That can I use yoga directly into my vagina because it has lactobacillus? Because we tell people that, you know, when you eat, it's not good enough to go to the vagina. So yeah. people ask if they can use products directly into the vagina, which has lactobacillus like yogurt. And I also get people asking me like, you know, whether they can put acidic things into the vagina because I said the vaginal pH is acidic and you shouldn't have it alkaline. So there's always people coming and asking me, can I use soda bicarb? I read somewhere that soda is good down there. And I ask people, I have people asking me, can I put apple cider vinegar? I believe it's very good for the, you know, Mm -hmm. smell. So all of these, I really want to say is fantastic ingredients in your kitchen bench. Probably they're great to bake a cake. So please do not use any of this down there. Nothing. None of these cooking ingredients, turmeric, apple cider vinegar, soda bicarbonate, yogurt, any kind of olive oil, coconut oil, almond oil, whatever oil, nothing goes into your vagina. And I cannot emphasize that enough again. So keep it in your food, not in your vagina. Keep it in, yes, bake it. (laughs) Bake something with it. Please do not put it down there. And it doesn't work that way. Don't, the minute you hear that vagina is acidic, don't try to put acidic things to make it acidic. And the minute, you know, you don't try to make it. It's not a recipe. It's not a recipe where you put acidic things and try to make it acidic. You know what I mean? It doesn't work that way, guys. So don't use food products or anything that is acidic or alkaline to put it down there. Uh, It's really not advisable. Please go and see your doctor. And I think she will have a way to actually examine you, look at the discharge and even sometimes reassure you, telling you, no, this looks fine. Because sometimes that's all we need. So where I'm coming to is I don't want to brush off other things that are there, but that is not something that I would recommend. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, but, you know, just earlier we were talking about lactobacillus, uh, which Mm -hmm. if I'm not, you know, wrong is also something that we find in yogurt. Yes. 
So would eating then probiotic foods with let's say lactobacillus have an impact? Because anywhere when you look, you know, no, okay. no. So what I'm going to say is the gut absorption. So you know how you put into your tummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the lactobacillus coating the gut and it is very great for gut health, you know, uh, intolerances and, you know, irritable bowel and diarrhea and gastritis and things like that. When people eat yogurt, there is many, many effects that it has on the gut because mm-hmm. the yogurt goes and falls on the gut, right? Mm-hmm. There is no much scientific evidence, though, that the food that you eat inside your gut absorbs and comes out to the vagina. Mm-hmm. Yes, so it does not matter. It does not matter how much lactobacillus you pour inside your mouth. Mm. There is no evidence that that lactobacillus comes out into your vaginal discharge or has an impact on the vaginal flora. So whatever you eat, because there's a lot of literature online, you know, which says if you have cranberry juice, your vagina will smell better. Yogurt, your vagina will smell better. So whatever you eat will be good for your gut, but not necessarily have any impact on the For the vagina. No. Okay. Um, So... So the cranberry juice is very popular and the reason I think they're talking about the smell down there with the cranberry juice is actually in the urine okay. because you know how the urine also comes out through that place and mm. if people are prone to UTIs and stuff like that, they do recommend that you have a lot of cranberry juice and it's very good for UTIs and whatever you eat or drink, you know, if it is, even the color, if you're having a lot of cranberry juice, you can see that the color of the urine has changed. That yeah. has nothing to do with, yes, your vagina. I think the concept that there will be the smell there is not because your vagina is smelling. It's you're probably excreting it more through the urine. Mm. Mm. So, so do you think in that case, like a lack of proper hygiene, especially after you you urinate, could be the reason why mm-hmm. some people have a bad odor? No, I don't think so. Bad. Okay, so bad odor is because of bacterial growth, okay. right? This bacterial growth in the genital area can be due to various factors, okay? It could be because you're a sweaty person and you tend to absorb a lot of sweat in that area, hold on to a lot of sweat in the area. And then when you're holding sweat, there is a lot of bacterial growth. So the sweat along with the bacteria can increase the smell. Let's say you have a fair amount of hair and you haven't trimmed it or anything like that. And when you go to uh, the toilet or when you're urinating, there is some urine that is retaining, you know, amongst the hair. It think it's there and that grows bacteria. Then that gives the smell. So there are various factors that can happen down in the vaginal area, which can predispose to that smell. And definitely washing, you know, definitely washing after you urinate or dabbing it with a tissue after you urinate. Just just all the dripping bits, you know, you have a bit of dribbling urine there, you have a bit of drips. It's better to just dab it with a tissue and just throw just leaves that place a bit more dry and not so moist and wet. Because moisture and wetness, as we know, is a great medium for growing stuff. It's a great medium for growing bacteria. And that bacteria is what actually gives you know, that smell and things like that. It is not necessarily a vaginal discharge all the time or it's not necessarily the urine itself that is giving that kind of a smell. Okay. Now that we're mm-hmm. talking about bacterial growth, uh, you know, a lot of people also believe or rather a lot of doctors also recommend or suggest that if you smell something fishy down there, like a rotten fish smell, it could be a sign that you mm-hmm. have an infection. Yes. 
That is true. And I want to say that. So if, like I said, when you know your body well and you start, all of a sudden start smelling like, like really, really fishy. Yes. It, this is mostly a sign of what we know as bacterial vaginosis. So bacterial vaginosis is actually a condition where all the lactobacillus that is there in your vaginal discharge has been destroyed and there is no production of lactic acid. So the discharge becomes very alkaline and not acidic. And alkaline discharge grows a lot of other bugs and these other bugs leave that fishy order. Mm. So this is what is happening when we have bacterial vaginosis. And what is that that we have done to destroy this lactobacillus that is sitting in the vagina? We don't know, but there are several factors which can do that, which is even like when you're putting products and washing on the inside, when you're douching, as we call, when you water hose on the inside and clean the inside thinking you're cleaning it, uh, you tend to destroy this lactobacillus. Sometimes even, you know, lube less uh, sex. Like this is why we can't emphasize enough for people to use lubricant because having a smooth sex is important. When things are rubbing and rough down there, it can destroy the vaginal flora, which can also lead to bacterial vaginosis. So sex itself can be a predisposing factor for bacterial vaginosis if you do a lot of it and if you're not having enough uh, lubrication and smoothness when you're having sex. So there are so many factors that can actually predispose to bacterial vaginosis or fishiora. Uh, that does not necessarily mean it's an STI. It's an infection which can definitely be treated. So if you're having a fishiora, definitely go and see your doctor. And at the same time, sometimes I do have patients who also come and tell me that, you know, it's all of a sudden smelling very acidic. I can see it's not fishy, but it's very pungent. Mm. So when you're feeling like, you know, smell like that, you can have fungal infection or thrushy infection where the pH not necessarily need to be changed. The pH doesn't have to be alkaline. It can still be acidic and actually smell like that. But still, you could have like a fungal infection or thrush like that. So if you're finding anything that there is a different from your norm, and if you find the discharge is again different from your normal, definitely go and get it checked. Okay. Um, so you were talking about douching. Uh, while your stance on that is pretty clear, I would want to know mm -hmm. what do you think of intimate hygiene products like washes, especially mm -hmm. you know deodorants and perfumes that are meant to go inside and make your vagina smell like roses. See, I was, I only recently, uh, discovered that these products are actually called vaginal washes, hmm. which I think is very wrong because I don't think we should be washing the vagina. So vagina is the inside tube yeah. that connects the outside vulva to the cervix on the inside, right? And if you notice, this vagina has a skin on the inside, almost like the inside of our mouth. Hmm. You know, it's not this it's not like our skin on the outside. It has the, it is called mucous membrane. So it has that light pinkish, you know, thing that on the inside. And that is what produces the, you know, lactobacillus, the discharge, the mucus secretions and everything. And that should be left alone. And we are not supposed to put anything inside at all. No washes, no sprays, no soaps, nothing, not even water. The inside, which we call as the vagina, takes care of itself and I can really cannot emphasize enough and I think that's very important for us to know what is actually vagina to understand we don't yeah. need to put anything inside that however if these washes were called vulval washes let's just say right 
it probably is a better name. I think Valval washes will be better name. And again, I also believe that you don't need special soaps and special products for the Valval area. You can use a little bit of the lather of whatever body wash that you're using to actually clean your Valval, you know, area on the outside and just, you know, rinse it with water when you're having a shower or in the end of the day or whatever that is. However, if there are special companies that are actually doing these Valval washes, which is a little bit more for sensitive skin. That is not a bad idea because as we know, the skin in the valval area is very thin and it is very, very sensitive and it absorbs things much more quicker than other skin in our body. So it's very important what we put down there. So if there are products which are very gentle, uh, very subtle, um, you know, and really for sensitive skin it is okay probably to use that product to wash the outside you know the vulva just to keep it more moisturizing and subtle but definitely the word vaginal washes is incorrect it's high time the company realizes that these washes are not to be used into the vagina it's okay for it to use it on the outside and just wash the outside which is where like half of the problem comes from, right? Like many women don't know what is the vagina, what is the vulva, it's interchangeable. Exactly. Companies are banking on that. And that's, you know, where the confusion starts from and problems begin from. Absolutely. And I think that is what is important. I think this is where, this is where the sex education and talking to people about different parts and being very specific about things is very, very important. Absolutely. So your vagina mm. is self-cleaning. You should not worry about its smell too much until unless you notice some, you know, changes, whether it's a fishy odor or whether it's an acidic odor, in which case you should go and talk to your doctor about it, to your gynecologist about it. And uh, it's yes. best that you not don't use any scented soaps or washes or perfumes up above in the vagina. Clean your no. vulval area with gentle products only if you want to buy separate ones. Otherwise, your normal soap or body wash. Or water work is enough absolutely is enough and i usually also tell people like being a dermatologist myself make now i really tell people that soaps are harsher than body washes you know body wash is a liquid medium and it is much more gentler for the body when compared to soap bars so when you're actually using a soap bar and rubbing the soap bar on your body, it is actually the, the composition of a soap bar is different to a solution. And that itself is a bit harsh on your skin, any skin, face or hands or gentle area. So I always tell people, even if you're using a soap bar, something that you like, you know how you take the soap in your hand and make a lather in your hand. And then use the lather for your body or for your gentle area or for your face. Don't take the soap bar and rub it directly on. Yes, yes. Because soap bars are a bit more harsher than the body wash. And I do recommend people to use actually body washes because they're so much more subtle. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for this amazing session. And you guys listening out there, do let us know how you liked this episode. Let us know your thoughts or any other topics that you would want us to focus on. You can reach out to Dr. Nivedita on Instagram at Dr. underscore Neeri underscore Antabus. And you can reach out to me, Meghna, on the Health Shots handle. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for having me. You were listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.